Thanks for listening. Join us now for Perry and Shauna Replay from 89.3 Modi Radio. Good morning to you. So glad to be starting this day with you in this brand new week with you. We're going to have so much fun this week. Got some great guests coming in. But for a lot of us, there's a lot of new things that are happening this week. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. I got to tell you, in the buyer household, it's feeling freakishly quiet. <laughs> As we brought Haven we still off have to college. The dogs. We still have two dogs and my oldest daughter is living with us until she leaves. She's a full-time missionary and she's heading overseas uh, for a long-term assignment. Um, but until she gets that visa and the date when she can go, she's staying with us, but it's probably going to be a month or less, but she is out of town right now. So we brought mm-hmm. Haven off to college on Thursday and Friday mm-hmm. and then dropped my oldest daughter at the airport in Chicago while we were out that direction. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, came home to this empty house, which is just so bizarre. And I got to tell you, dropping off your baby at college, if you've been there and you've done that, you know what I'm talking about. But our oldest three all went to the same school and then the youngest one went to a different school. So there was a little bit more angst around it. The other campus I'm so familiar with because we've had so many kids there, but a little more angst around bringing her someplace new. And she's my baby. Yeah. I'll, all I could say is it's kind of in a neighborhood where my grandparents used to live. That's all I can say. Yeah. So yep. you have some memories in Elgin. So mem- yeah. It's memories. Well, my grandparents has lived there for a, a whole time. I knew them. Yeah. In fact, my grandfather built a house not too far away from where Judson is. Very cool. And it's a, it's a great school. We're super excited about what she's going to experience there. But here's the deal. As a mom... I'm used to her waking up at my house. I'm used to her sitting at my dinner table and I'm going to miss her so much. I wonder, you know, how's she going to do? Is she going to be okay without me? Who are you going to have your dance parties with? Right. In the kitchen. (laughs) She's my dancing partner. You know, but I think the more honest question is not, you know, how is she going to get along without me? But how am I going to get along without Mm. her? And then I was reminded over the weekend, just in releasing her into the father's hands and Judson did, you know, where she's going to school, did just a great job of reminding all of us parents that she belonged to God before she ever belonged to me. That all the days planned for her were written in his book before even one of them came to be. And this is just one of those days that he had planned for. He knew I was going to be able to love on her, you know, for 18 years every day, give her a hug and and check in with her. But the, now he's got new people that are heading into her world that are going to going to help her to become who she's supposed to be, who get to hug her every day instead of me. Mm-hmm. But you're probably on the brink of something new this week too, because all I'm seeing on Facebook, all the posts of, you know, the first day pictures and the kids holding up their sign, you know, it's all about fourth grade or whatever the case may be. But everybody's launching into something new this year. And whether you're sending your child off to their first day of kindergarten or their last first day of school at home, and it may be a little more exciting and maybe a little more apprehensive this year just because of the lingering effects of COVID that are still very much present and still very much on everybody's mind. But again, we we have to realize that God's got this. He does. He does have this. And he's got our kids. He's always had our kids. We were only given them to steward during a season, but he's got great plans for them, you know, beyond our home and beyond... Um, the days of having them with us 24 seven. So if you're on the brink of, and maybe you're a student yourself and you're hearing this, you know, and you just have some concerns about what it's going to look like today or this week as you step into something new, maybe a new um, building or even just a new classroom. It has 
uh, just all kinds of unknowns. And right. there's some anxiety that comes along with, with, with that. You need to be reminded too, not just your parents, but you need to be reminded God's got you. He's got great plans for you. And, and he's promised he's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. And mom and dad are going to be worrying about you and they're going to be praying for you. So just know that you're covered prayer wise too. But this is another opportunity for all of us, students and parents, just to trust God more. Mm-hmm. And we can make a decision to trust him even before we get to the place of, you know, of feeling angst. Right. We can right. choose now that what we're going to do with our feelings. Psalm 56, three says, when I am afraid, I will trust you. And I love this because it says you are going to feel afraid, but when I am, I'm choosing to trust God. I love to learn new things. I mean, I love, love, love to learn new things. And so when somebody comes across something good, I want, I want to hear about it. I want to know. I want to tap into that resource. And you've been having some examples of that with your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Lots of new things with that. But Yeah, there are a lot of new things with that. But I love to learn. And so I, my daughter had pointed me to Bianca Oltoff and was like, have you ever heard of her mom? And I was like, no, I haven't. She says, oh my goodness, you need to listen to her podcast. I feel like you guys could be fast friends. So I listen and I was in on the very first one. I think I listened to a conversation she was having with Christine Kane. And I was hooked. So I've been listening to her podcast regularly and she has one episode a week. But last week she felt led of the Lord to do six episodes in one week, all on the Holy Spirit. And I was down for it. I listened to every single one of them. It was amazing. And so I just want to share with you, I took some notes as I was listening and I just want to share with them them with you. She was talking about the Holy Spirit being a gift and it's an upgrade in our faith. And, you know, I think so often we think, you know, we think the Holy Spirit gives us gifts. Yes, we understand that. But the, she was talking very specifically about the Holy Spirit being the gift. And of course, when Jesus was preparing to leave this world, his disciples were concerned because we're not going to have you with us to give direction. He says, but I have to leave so that yeah. I can give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he's going to be the one that's going to teach you and lead you and guide you. If Jesus thought it was better yeah. for us to have the Holy Spirit, why in the world wouldn't we want to experience this gift of the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. For sure. So in Acts 2, Peter was, well, he kind of gave, you know, one of the most powerful sermons that's ever <laughs> been given. And the people who were there and heard the message, oh my goodness, they were just cut to the course. So they're like, okay, what now? What do we do now? And he said, repent and believe and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Not the gifts of the Spirit, the gift of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the gift and it's a gift that changes our lives. But it's a gift that people, I think, get a little bit nervous about sometimes. You know, talk about the Holy Spirit, first of all, or some people say Holy Ghost. The Mm -hmm. idea that he is a spirit or a ghost, I think, causes, you know, some to just kind of step back a little bit. Right. And probably, you know, between stories and maybe Hollywood films, it just makes us kind of wonder what exactly that means. Yeah. I don't know if you're thinking Casper when we hear ghosts or if we're thinking something um, frightening and evil, Mm -hmm. but the Holy Spirit is just like Jesus, just like God, same. I mean, just like the Father, same, right? Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit um, is a spirit and that might cause us to be a little bit concerned, but also we fear what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And there's not as much that we know about the Holy Spirit that we do know about 
God the Father and Jesus the Son. At least in my background, there hasn't been a lot of teachings about who the Holy Spirit is. And some who do teach the Holy Spirit, there's been some manipulation around the presence of the Spirit and what that's supposed to look like. And so that makes us feel a little bit concerned about it. But I just want to encourage you this morning to hear what the Bible has to say about the Holy Spirit. And I'm hoping this just kind of breaks down those things that, that cause you to be fearful. So the, the Bible refers to the Holy Spirit using three different types of verbs to explain the Holy Spirit. The first one is para, which means alongside. And para is, oh, we use the word, let's see, like paralegal. Right. Oh, or like, you know, in the school systems, there's a para. It's somebody right. who would come alongside. Right. So when they're referring to the Holy Spirit in the Bible and the verb para is used, it's the Holy Spirit who comes alongside you. He's the one who makes our hearts even aware of who right. God is, you know, brings awareness. That heart being strangely warmed. I think it was something that D.L. Lewis or D.L. Moody talked about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the Holy Spirit coming alongside. But the Holy Spirit, another verb is that's used to describe the Holy Spirit is N, E-N, which sounds very much like our English word in. And that's exactly what it means. It's within. So the Holy Spirit comes within us when we give our life to Jesus. And the third verb used to describe the Holy Spirit in the Bible is epi, which means Mm. upon. So the Spirit comes upon us to do incredible things. The things that Jesus did when he walked on earth because he gave up his divinity. He was fully fully God and fully man. He did by the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So the Spirit upon him is how he did, you know, brought people back to life and did incredible miraculous things. So God the Father is in heaven. God the Son, Jesus, is at the right hand of God the Father in heaven. But the Holy Spirit is alongside us, within us, and upon us Mm. right now. So what you're going through right now, Jesus or God the Holy Spirit is with you in what you're going through. Not just on Sunday morning when you get goosebumps because the worship is so good, but on Monday morning... When you're feeling yawny and you got to get up and do your thing and send your kids off to school during a pandemic. And on Tuesday, when you've got a board meeting and you're nervous about how that's going to go down, the Holy Spirit is with us all the time. He's promised he's never going to leave us and he's never going to forsake us. So how do we, how do we get that goodness in us? As Mm -hmm. Perry and I often say, we do what Peter said. We repent and believe and receive the amazing gift of the Holy Spirit. Hey, if you have an idea of God in your head that he is angry or that he's stoic, that he doesn't know how to have a good time, we need to learn to meet the God of the Bible. Absolutely. You know, in Psalm 98, verses 1 through 3, of course, this is a theme that's repeated throughout the psalm. But this one says, Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown his saving power. The Lord has announced the victory and revealed righteousness to every nation. He has remembered his promise to love and be faithful to Israel. The ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. 
I have to say, this is a verse that's kind of stuck with me over the years. I actually had to learn it uh, under a lot of pressure. Many, could you many still years say ago. it from memory? I, I think I could almost say it from memory be, just because of that. I won't necessarily remember the reference, but the verse itself sure. is still very much fresh in my mind. Uh, and the reason that it goes back to a, a praise gathering event that happened in Grand Rapids back in 1974. I had just finished my freshman year in college. And there was this new musical that had been released by Bill and Gloria Gaither. Of course, they're really kind of, you know, coming. I won't say they were at the apex of their careers yet, but they were really coming on strong. And they'd written this Alleluia Praise Gathering for Believers, which was seemed to be taking the country by storm. And so, and so they thought, hey, let's take this thing on the road. Of course, the album had featured different soloists that were very well known at the times. And and I think all but one of those soloists came to this event. Now, leading up to that, of course, they wanted to make sure they had a big choir because a big choir was featured on the recording. So they talked with a gentleman who was directing choir at Calvary Church at the time and said, hey, can you help us with this? Is sure thing. So community choir, 500 voices was wrangled That's for this awesome. event. And of course, we have rehearsals uh, one, I think one night a week uh, for for three or four weeks leading mm-hmm. up to the event. But there was also one other thing that was part of this event and to lead off the very first song uh, to get into the Let's Just Praise the Lord, because that was like the theme song mm-hmm. of the whole mm-hmm. thing, was several scripture verses that emphasize praise. And of course, the one I read here was one of them. Now, I, of course, you know, being a brash college student, I kind of thought, fancy myself being up there at the front, being one of those reading those scripture verses, but I knew that was kind of a pipe dream. Well, it just so happened I knew one of the gentlemen who was going to be doing those readings, and a couple of weeks before the event was supposed to happen, he twisted his ankle rather badly, so he was going to be on crutches. And since he needed to take the microphone and move it on a stand, that just wasn't going to work. Yeah. So. He said, I'm going to have to hand these off to somebody. And he, he knew that I had really kind You'd of been had, pining for uh, it. Pining for it. So he said, okay, I will have you do the two shorter verses, but I want to give this first one to somebody else because it's longer and it sets the pace for everybody else. I guess I can understand that he didn't want to give it to a guy who just finished his freshman year in college. Sure. Very good. I was happy with that. Well, we got to the dress rehearsal night. So you had the local producer that was there. And then, of course, the producer from Nashville. And the local producer says, who's taking over George's place? So I said, I raised, said, I am. It's okay. You, you got the readings 1, 7, and 11. I said, uh, no, George said he was going to do that first reading as somebody else. Well, didn't tell me. You've got it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, that was a little bit of pressure. So I went over to the reading circle where... Uh, the producer was sitting us down just so that we get the rhythm down because he says, I can, I can clap you through this. We don't need to hear the music right now. I can give you the tempo because mm-hmm. I mean, he produced the album. He would know. So he, we worked through it. So we got the timing down, but I knew that for the next couple of days, I was going to have to work my tail off to memorize this. So that's all I did. Just eat, breathe, slept, Psalm 98, Yeah, <laughs> read, read those particular verses so I could have them memorized. And it didn't help that when I got to the night of the performance that I found out they were going to be videotaping this for international audiences. So could we find this today on like, you know, I have the, looked for it and I have not found it. I have never seen oh, this fun. performance. In fact, after, after we got through this whole thing, I had people 
Uh, so somebody in Detroit told me they saw me on TV. They're doing this. And then somebody in the Chicago area said they'd seen me on TV, which would be my grandmother very upset because I didn't tell her. And oh, I said, shucks. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but the thing, the thing is I got through it. I got to that night. I was nervous. I don't think I let go of that mic, mic stand the whole time I did that first verse, but I knew exactly where I was supposed to cut off where music kind of rose and I finished it exactly where I was supposed to and got that timing down perfectly. But after we got through that whole praise event, there was just something that was, it was something very draining about it because it was just a very, very emotional event. Mm. But, but hearing some of these fresh testimonies given during the musical by the artists. Now, some of them I'd heard on the recording, but they told it in a fresh new way. Yeah. So you could tell it wasn't just something they'd written down for the record, and mm-hmm. but it was something that was really deep and personal to them as well. So, and I remember everybody left that night just feeling that they had been visited by God. So it was just really an incredible thing. Just telling about the power of praise. And I think that's something we're missing right now. We're, we're missing the fact that in spite of all the negativity that is going on in this world, we've got our eyes focused on the wrong stuff. Yeah, there are bad things going on. There have always been bad things going on. It just gets amplified because Mm. we have 24-hour TV and we have social media to amplify it. But there's always we're carrying around our phones. All that information is with us. There's always bad things going on. The thing is, let's go before God with a song of praise today. Maybe making up your own psalm of praise, looking for those things that you know God has done in your life, reminding yourself of those things that God has done in your life, because frankly, that is going to do us a whole world of good as we do it. Thanks for listening to Barry and Shauna Replay. To learn more, text us at 800-968-8930. That's 800-968-8930.